Welcome to Move the District, where you can find the best ways to stay healthy, stay moving, and stay informed in Washington, D.C. Now, more than ever, we have a wealth of information and opportunities to live the high-performance, pain-free life that we want. My name is Dr. Mike Yasson, and my goal is to show you the backstories behind the individuals and businesses that provide these opportunities for everyone, no matter who you are. Now, let's move. Move the District is sponsored by Big Leap Performance and Rehab. At Big Leap Performance and Rehab, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active during the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better. Head to BigLeapPerformanceAndRehab.com to see how we can help you stay active for life. All right. Welcome back to episode 28 of Move the District. Today, I got a very special episode uh, with some native Washingtonians. Uh, I'm joined by the co-founders of WeFitDC, Mallory Rocky Thompson, uh, Simpson, Walter Hilliard, and Joe Jojo Houston. Uh, their mission is to close the health and wellness gap among the district and shine light on native DMV wellness professionals. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yeah, it's always, uh, I always really enjoy getting to have uh, native Washingtonians. Is that, is that the right term, Washingtonians? Or is there a better, is there a better term? <laughs> native Washingtonians on the show to, to give uh you know, their, um, you know, they give their story and, and give their impact on, on how DC is changing. I mean, it's no secret that there's been, you know, a ton of gentrification and change that have happened over the last decade or two here in DC. And it's always, um, it's always interesting to hear your guys' side of, um, you know, of the, of the tale, I guess, you know, it's, it's easy to see all the change happening here and think that's great. But then at the same time though, it's like the people who've been here for 20, 30 plus years, it's not always necessarily the same, right? Um, so uh, you guys started We Fit DC. Um, where did it come from? What What was the the original? Where did the original idea come from? Um, so um, you know, um, like we all natives, we all here natives, you know. So so we all certified natives. We all was um, incarcerated. So we wanted to basically um, find ways. The last few years few years personally me um you know as a certified trainer going in and out of big box gyms and you know I was uh, uh, going through big box gyms and I was just like wow I just want to find a way I can be more impactful a way that the DC native trainers can be on the forefront of these contracts and these say so's that's going on in our community in regards to health and wellness so the la last three to four years I've been partnering ways that can make an impact on on through fitness in our community so you know, Rocco and Walt, you know, we was incarcerated together out in prison. So we never had a conversation like this a day in prison at all. So when we came home, I seen them, they loved working out in the gyms and they were just so grinding it out so hard. So I was like, hmm, let's put some. So COVID hit, COVID struck, COVID just hit us, hit everybody out of nowhere. Just boom. Oh, yeah. So 
we all we all organized, you know, we all organized, we talked on the phone like, hey, y'all, let's set something up. It'd be pretty cool if we all come up together, all certified trainers, and just do free workouts in our community. So I called Ward, I called Rocco, and I called a few others, and we met up around the neighborhood, a highly gun violence, poverty area in Simple City, Benitez area, Washington, D.C., and it was a shootout that started around it. It was a shootout that started around it, and we were still determined to have that meeting. And that's basically okay. how We Fit DC started. It was just a few good men. Men came together that was incarcerated together, and we wanted to do something special for our community. We will. Well, that's, that's awesome. Now, has fitness always been a part of your, your guys' life? Has it always been something, or is this more of a recent thing uh, since you guys uh, came home? Well, well, Fitness has been a part of my life for quite some time. In fact, um, alluding back to what Joe was talking about when we were incarcerated, I was what you call the rec specialist or the rec guy. I held fitness classes while incarcerated. Okay. Um, all of us worked out while we were in. Um, I really pursued it. That was a part of my therapy. That was a part of all of our therapy. That was one of the main things you let. And I, that's why I think we were so compatible because within those trenches, within those adverse conditions we seen each other from afar surviving through fitness literally we seen our passion right there from afar so it was a no-brainer out here because we came home with the same passion but just individually mm -hmm. it wasn't collective until we came together but i've been in the fitness for some time now i've been certified for like oh man six seven years and just been into it um the desire to help has always been there I just knew we always needed a team to do it, and I never knew where that team would come from until I got that call from JoJo one day. And the rest is history. But mm -hmm. it's been a bit, it, I think it's been a part of my life for quite some 10 plus years. Wow, that's awesome. So now, how, how important was having fitness, ha having a routine like that while you were, uh, while you were in jail? How, how did that um, you know, change uh, you know, that time you were there? It, it definitely kept the stress levels down. Uh, it was, it, it just became, it was a part of as normal as eating every day. Yeah. We, it, we avoided conflict that way. <laughs> that's, that's how we would do it. it. It just became a part of us. And once we actually got that knowledge and started getting that knowledge, like I got all 16 of my certifications and in, in continual education classes while I was in. So I would save my 23 cent an hour of paid prison paychecks. And I would send off to get these certifications, but it was it was important. It was needed. Yeah. And then once you got out in terms of, you know, managing the stress with kind of returning to life and, you know, coming home and everything, um, you know, was that, you know, an outlet that you guys were able to, you know, continue to develop and, and you know, realize this is something that it's more than just, you know, an escape or a hobby. It's, it's you know, a life. It can be a life, you know, a, a, a living. Mm-hmm. And, and absolutely. And I seen that. See, when I came home, it wasn't my goal wasn't to automatically be a trainer. You know, I came home when I was 21, went to prison um, jail when I was 16, came home when I was 21. So I was still trying to realize what I want to do. I'm trying to I'm manifesting. My, like, I don't know what I want to do. I want to get my commercial driver's license. I'm trying different things out being a sale agent. I didn't know what I was. But one thing I did stick to was working out. And it had to be one of our one of our partners. He's not on here. He was like, Jojo, he said, you love the workout, you in shape, why not get paid off that, why not, so when I got into that, it just became another thing, and it just been opening my mind out, to, opening my mind up to advocacy, 
coaching and making an impact in our community. So me being a life coach, that's what I consider us health advocates and life coaches. It just opened my mind to, to just so many doors like, wow, we really can be impactful as we are doing now. Yeah, that uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I, lo- I love that you guys, you know, I saw on your website, it's not just the physical component. You know, there's there's you have the five dimensions of, of wellness. You have the you know, the mental, the physical, the financial, the social uh, nutrition. And uh, and I think, you know, that's what goes into, you know, that overall picture of health. I think there's such a focus on, oh, we need to be running. We need to be lifting weights. We need to be, you know, you know, you can, uh, you know, keep exercising and, and everything to take care of itself. But like, that's just one, one aspect of everything. And so when do you, I guess, kind of realize that, like, if we really want to push the needle forward here, like it's gotta be across the spectrum. Um, um, we, we realized that early on, um, like you said, coming home and applying it to our personal lives, it help us cope with returning, cope with the stress of just, you know, um, being the underdog. So understanding that when we came together, man, we said if we can do this collectively, it will be more helpful and more impactful amongst the people that we see struggling every day. Because that's what we when we step out our door, that's what we walk into. We see them struggling. It's evident they're struggling. And it's evident a lot of them suffering from stress, depression, they don't have an avenue, they don't have an outlet. We just wanted to create the environment for them to come blossom in a positive way and just Man, it, it, it's heaven. It, it's heaven. But us doing it personally, and then coming together collectively and seeing how it how it works on a communal basis, man, that's that's all the motivation we needed. That's awesome. So now, you guys, in terms of the services you guys are offering, um, you guys are offering the these. Uh, I mean, the free boot camps in and uh, where are you guys doing in Ward Seven and Ward Eight, right? Yeah. So we we fit this is for the whole the whole DC, like I tell people, but right now, like Walt said all the times, we got to heal the bottom before we heal the top. So we know the underserved and heavily impacted because we was born in them areas. You know, I was born in Ward 8. Um, um, So it's a lot of different poverty areas in Washington, DC, but Ward 7 and Ward 8 is heavily impacted due to the lack of resources, no gyms, and Ward 8 don't have no gyms. That that is the only ward in Washington, DC that don't have gyms. If I go to Ward 3, or in Rocco area, he probably got sixty gems in one mile. That's <laughs> wild. 60, yeah, I'm I'm in Ward Three. They're over sixty gems within two mile radius. That's crazy. I mean, because you know DC has this reputation as being the uh, you know the fittest in DC, you know the fittest in the country, right? You know, it was like 2017, was it or 2018, and then the one year we were like number two. But there there's yeah. definitely a, a gap, right? I mean, there's such a disparity yeah. between. The, the the top level there and the bottom level and uh you know because i definitely i'd seen that i think there's one commercial gym east of the anacostia is that right um the planet seven one that's it one right just the, the, there's a planet fitness over there too right it, that's that's the guess that's what? the one right guess that's what? the one <laughs> i used to be a trainer there yeah he used to <laughs> that gym <laughs> there you go. There, you go. So, there, there was one, one gym for, I mean, you know, just east of that cost for, for two wards, which like just doesn't make any sense. Uh, 160,000 160, people. Exactly. Over 160,000 in those two wards. That's... And, and Mike, and the cut that, that was our fuel that DC is one of the top rated fittest cities in America. And I'm a whole, is that include Ward 7? Who did they fold? That's what been part of 
been masturbating for the last three years. I've been like, hold on. Like, how's we the fittest city? Why is these people dying? Like, COVID was the last straw. Too many people died in that area. So we all just organized and we like, we got to make an impact now. So Yeah, well, I mean, I think it uh, COVID just continued to expose that that gap. Yes. You know, and I think I think it's Ward 7 and Ward 8. They have the highest rates of chronic disease in the city, yeah. right? Yeah, we had the most deaths, but not the most cases. That's crazy. War three had the most cases, but war seven and eight had the most death due to disparities. You know, high blood pressure, diabetes, half the rest of the world. So sad. Yeah. You know, this been going on, but COVID just really exposed that even more. And and it's not just the gyms either, right? With um the grocery stores, right? In terms of lack to uh, you know, fresh produce, excuse me, and and other, you know, uh important items. The, there's only there's what three three grocery three full stores? service three full service grocery stores in those two wars and I can <laughs> I can run <laughs> literally and get to three grocery stores in less than two minutes on 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 my street exactly. so that was that was something that had to stop but yeah. we can, you can see you can go get you some fried chicken everywhere. They're 24 sure. hour tobacco That's stores on liquor, every corner now. Some liquor, some alcohol everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one, and and, and I, I think that just, you know, it just shows, I mean, like in terms of like nutrition, in terms of exercise, and then also, I mean, medical care too. I don't know what the what the stats are in terms of medical care, but I know if there's, is there, there is a hospital? One hospital to serve two wards. Um, it used to also known as Greater Southeast. I still call it Greater Southeast, but it's called United Medical Center now. You know, people, that's one of the worst hospitals again. you want to go to in mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., like if you about to die, you don't want them to send you there because you know they're gonna take you out. <laughs> that's one hospital that's in Washington. The reputation. That's the reputation there. Uh-huh. Oh Tell them, bro. That's the reputation of Greater Southeast guys. I live up the street from there. Crazy. Wow. wow. Um, yeah, I, I think you know, this this combination I think has kind of put things to the forefront here. And I think it's, you know, awesome that, you know, you guys are definitely starting to to take that, you know, stand. I think one of the things, you know, I think a lot of times people are kind of like, oh, we, we want to do more. We want to do more. We want to do more. And it's like, well, well, what should we do? And I mean, I think you guys have answered it. It's like, go, go to those places and actually show do up. And word. I think that's what, do the word. and that's where it starts, right? That one right. word. We've been uh, educating the people. We, we, you, one of the aspects of wellness that you did, uh, we also do, we do environmental wellness. When people come out the house and they see like dirty and, like trash everywhere and filth, like right. they, that affects their mental uh, well-being as well. So we've been we've been doing cleanups. Being that the mayor's orders have limited groups of fifty people, so we can't really do the activations that we normally would do. So we've been going now. We've been cleaning up. Uh, we also have a free program in partnership with Life Life Enhancement Services, which is a mental health firm. Mm-hmm. We've been we're we're now offering free one-on-one personal training to all DC residents with Medicaid. Free one-on-one training. No one's doing that. Wow, that's awesome. So I saw yeah. on your guys' website said something about insurances accepted. Correct. Is that for so, um, for personal training services or is that for like, mental health? It's it's for mental health because mental health can directly affect your physical health and vice versa so we partner with life enhancement services which is a mental health they they provide uh like group therapy anger management housing resources job resources 
Uh, they, they provide a bunch of services. So we, in partnership with them, it's allowing us to, when people sign up for these mental health services, and it doesn't have to be something like a serious mental health. It can be anxiety, depression due to COVID because of the restrictions and everything, the whole dynamic of how we move has completely changed. So we're doing free one-on-one personal trainers. So a small group, we'll train families. Mm-hmm. If you have any of those insurances under DC, the DC Medicaid umbrella, we're training you for free. Or you just go to We Feel Universal or shoot and sign up, subscribe, or shoot us an email at info, info at wefituniversal.com. And we're training yeah. for free, free personal <laughs> training. Yep. I like that. If it's free, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, now you guys are uh, a nonprofit, right? Um, for profit, for profit, for profit. Okay, we're, 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 we're for we're for profit. We we're we're we're, we're 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 affiliated with the nonprofit. Like we have Ghoul the Ghoul Monstros, yeah, we, which we, allow we, us to do some things and get exactly. apply for some grants as a nonprofit status. Exactly. Gotcha, we, gotcha. Do, yeah, we definitely do have a five hundred one c three, but we fit universal is a for-profit entity but i know a lot of people think we're with, um non-profit because we do a lot of charity work yeah that's like it special though <laughs> yeah no i mean I, I looked on on social media i mean you guys it seems like it what every sunday you guys are doing a community cleanup which is awesome yeah. and then i mean it seems like there's just like one thing after the other it's, it's not just fitness yeah continue wellness mm-hmm. walt, speak it, walt speaks on that um cleanliness is close to godliness so right. you know the the wellness, man, is a, it's a lifestyle man yeah. and we're trying to show a new lifestyle to our people man because mm-hmm. where we come from fitness and health is not common talk at the table you know no. nutrition is not common talk amongst the households coming so we got to change that narrative and we can't yeah. keep looking to everyone else to start the ball off we got the ball rolling. Now we're showing people, okay, these are the problems. Here are some of the solutions. Stand behind it. There's no excuses. Yeah. How uh, how has the last seven months with uh, with COVID impacted you guys? You know, in your your mental uh, you know status. Um, personally, for, oh yeah, personally for me, it been it been a little. COVID it has its pros and cons, you know, you know, rest in peace to all the people that died from COVID. Like I do take that highly, very serious. Um, but it's been a blessing because it actually birthed We Fit. You know what I'm saying? It birthed us. It gave us the reason to like, you know what, that's it. So sure. and, and it showed the way that we can be more effective and, mo- and we've been a light to a lot of people. But it has its downfall, you know, to normalize that everybody got to wear a mask. You can't forget certain things just not normal. You might try to go to a restaurant to get something to eat. They telling you go on your phone, scan this, do that. It's certain things that's limited that it's a little irritating, like tedious things, but we gotta take it serious and you know, we are respecting the mayor browser orders. But other than that, you know, I I am I'm, I'm a 50-50 with it. You know, it's been a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's for sure. I mean, you look back at like the uh what was it, the the 08 financial crisis and you know, a whole bunch of great companies were born out of that. Uber, yeah. um, you know, some yeah. some some other big ones. Yeah. So it's like, you know there's going to be some good things that come out of, uh, you know, this, this time period, obviously there's a tremendous loss of life. Um, but you know, there will be things that come out of it. And I think, you know, you guys obviously, um, are definitely one of those. Um, it was interesting. There's a, there's an article, I think it was in the, I think it was in the post the other day about, um, men's mental health and like 
how it's like the these uh, relationships are no longer shoulder to shoulder. You know, you can't just be, you know, guys hanging out at the bar, you know, watching uh, a game on TV. And it's like forced uh, men to have those tough conversations, um, you know, with each other and like talk more about their feelings than it is about, you know, whatever the uh, the game is, you know, on TV that night or whatever it is. Um, have you guys noticed something in your own personal lives like that? Um, yeah, you saw my, so you're saying like pertaining to the situation of COVID or the experience of COVID allows us to get a little more in depth without yeah. communication. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just start having like deeper conversations yeah, with, that, with that's, Those are one of the, um, I believe me personally, these are one of the blessings that comes out of struggle. You know, when you, when you, when you find yourself faced with adverse conditions and a certain level of mishap, sometimes you're forced to go deep within, you know, then remedy a solution. So yeah, most definitely it, 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 it has increased brotherhood. It has increased sisterhood and it just has increased solidarity and just coming together around one solution to fight many problems, you know? So most definitely, yeah, most definitely. That's, that's great. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just forced people to kind of like start to have those conversations with people instead of just like the average run of the mill daily conversations you might have with someone, you kind of like start talking with them. And like, next thing you know, you're, you're down this rabbit hole and you're like talking about your feelings. It's weird. <laughs> but no, if you notice, that's what struggle does. It gets you in your feelings. Yeah. Whenever you're going through some type of hardship, you know, it, you, you become emotionally charged and emotionally affected by that situation. So every day these things are plastered over the TV. So it got a lot of people in emotional mode. You know, you got that emotions flaring right now because of the conditions that we're experiencing. It keeps you emotional. So, hey, there's no other way than to express them a positive way. You got to <laughs> give the people an outlet. We finished yeah. that outlet. <laughs> There you go. And one of the one of the things about being emotional and while we've been covering the mental health, a lot of people, especially males, don't know how to identify with the emotions that they're feeling. That's why we we talk to the people we connect. They connect with us because all of us <laughs> collectively, like the founders, what was the number that we all did collectively? Like 70 years. Yeah. Collectively I mean, in prison. So over you know 77 over 77 years. Collectively wow. the founders. What what goes into those conversations you have with we have with people now about their mental health, about the ability, you know, to to get down to their feelings, you know, whether it's admitting that, you know, they they have a problem with, you know, whether it's the physical side, the mental side, financial side. How, how do you start those conversations? Um, you, first is just being just allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Like um, we understand the stigma behind mental health, especially with men. You know what I'm saying? So, and I spoke on, actually, I spoke on a podcast myself about me coming open in ways how I can vent to another woman or somebody else. And it feels, honestly, I used to look down on, like, I got to be tough. I'm a man. But it feel good to, to vent. It feel good to just release sometimes, to get that off, you know, let somebody know, you know, this person you can trust and, and it's a valuable person that you know that can give you some good feedback. And not always just to give you feedback, but just to listen. You know what I'm saying? So, when we had these conversations, we did have an event um, back in, I believe, August of Mental Awareness. We had one of the psychiatrists, Dr. Reginald Cunningham, come out and speak about certain tips on ways you can um, help yourself in regards to if you got an issue and you want to speak about it. But the way how we go about it, we just tell people just continue to be open and be positive and just if, 
you got something on you, if it's an individual you trust or don't just go, just open up to that individual, work out, read, you know, them are the things that I'll say. That's, that's, I think that that's pretty important. I think right now with, uh, I mean, everything going on, I mean, I think it, it people are, you know, it's just kind of like a, like a powder keg, right? Like people are like locked up at home and, you know, they want to get out, want to go do things. And it's just like, um, just this like explosion waiting to happen, I think. <laughs> and now people finally started to get out and, and do things. And, and now all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're being told uh, we got to go back. And, uh, and, and it's, 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 it's frustrating and uh and confusing and uh and and yeah i think now people are not really sure of, of like what to do so how have you guys been handling now this i guess return to lockdown uh type setting we're we're dealing with um it, oh, oh great rock on my back wait no nah, i mean it, it forced us like we have a lot of ambassadors, so it's just been bringing out the best of the creative side of how we can impact the community still out of all of us. So it's been it's been beautiful for us. Like we're, we're used to being locked down. Like this is nothing being locked down, you know, quarantined in the house. Right. Because we, we went years and we had to <laughs> yeah, face you how, to, how to, you know, self-healing and self-care and how to identify with our emotions. So but it's just been bringing out the, the best of our creative side and as a team. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the financial stuff you guys are doing. So, so give me a little bit of a rundown here in terms of these, uh, like the, uh, the finance seminars you guys are running. What, what goes into those? Um, just reaching out to different um, people, man, that have different insights, different experiences, different educations on how to just teach the basics of financial literacy, which is another problem, financial wellness. You teach the basics of that, man, because, you know, how can you how can you make it if you don't know what to do with it? You know, how can you go out there and increase your worth if you don't know the proper manager your skills to do that? You know, understanding the importance of, of investing and saving and so forth. But like I say, it's, it's beautiful. And once we put it out there, a lot of people reached out to us and wanted to help, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty about it. When you build that old adage, if you build it, they will come. You know, so it's just another another thing, another stagnant that we're trying to attack. You yeah. know, so yeah, uh, we're, it, doing, it's, we're it's, doing a the, we're doing a financial literacy podcast on our YouTube channel. This Friday is coming out. Yes, sir. Tune in, like, subscribe. It's going to be nice. <laughs> nice. I, I like I like that idea. Like of, of you know, you build it, they will come. There's a there's this YouTube video. I don't know if you guys have seen. It. It's this one person. Like it's it, the the title of the video is like how to start a movement, and it's one guy at like a, a music festival just dancing by himself, and he's dancing like an idiot. He's probably on like acid or something like that, and uh, he's like dancing by himself for like a good thirty seconds, just looking like an idiot, and then some girl comes up, starts dancing with him, and they're dancing both like idiots. And then sure enough, 10 seconds later, two more people come up and they start dancing like idiots. And then like five more people come up and then like 10 more people come up. And before you know it, there's like a hundred plus people dancing together in this like circle. And it's like kind of like the same idea. Like it starts with one, one idea, one thought. And then all of a sudden things just start coming together in ways that you've never, uh, you know, never, probably never even really thought about. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and, uh, so now how many, 
of you guys are there in terms of the, the creators here? Five. Five of you. So now, how has it been starting a business with, you know, five of you all together? Um, um, I, I would say it's definitely the ups and downs, you know. Um, see, I'm, I, I know these individuals from the, from the struggle, you know what I'm saying, and incarcerated. So then a lot of these the individuals that I was logging in, to be honest, Mike, a lot of individuals that I was incarcerated with are the people that really did to my heart that I'm close with, like brothers, because you was in with them. You you lived basically in the same house with these individuals. And just to come home to see their passion, how they actually been reformed and, and rehabilitated, you want to be a part and you just want to, and you know, like I seen that, wow, this is a dream team. If I put this together, Walt, Rocco, Mousy, Charlie, this would be a, we, we can make a big impact and look what happened. And that's what I'm saying, like the power manifestation, but you know, in any business is always the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it been ups and downs. We had little moments we had struggle, but it been a more a lot of more good than bad. But we still trying to get over that financial lump into turning our full profit into an actual full profit. You know, we and we finding them ways. Like right now, we're 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 still building on the ways, but it's disagreements, agreements. But it has been great overall. We all got different mindsets. We all got different backgrounds. Even though we all was in a struggle together, but we all got different creative and bring different things to the table. So that's what makes we fit so special. Yeah, I think that's the important thing when you start when you start a business like that, like having uh, when you with, with multiple people is like making sure that you all are complementary of each other and like seeing each other, you know, for who you are. I think that's the, the big thing is being able to, uh, you know, make sure that you know everybody kind of has their their role versus just uh, you know everybody doing social media, everybody doing uh, boot camp. It's everyone kind of like doing their thing and then coming together for the greater good. And, exactly. and I'm glad you said that. And that's what we're doing now. We just actually just had a meeting on that as well. Like from starting it off, you know, it's all hands on deck, Mike. We all got to be in it, mm-hmm. all in the pad doing it. But now it's getting to a point like we're really, it's getting to a bigger, like this is an organization. This is really bigger. This is bigger than DC. Like this is big. Yeah. We're trying to impact. So uh, we're now, we started um, Devi work, get work out because you know, a lot of work on one individual can be a lot. So as owners, hey, this is your project. This is my project. And certain projects we still work on, but that we're, we're at that point. And I know Rocco Walker can speak on that as well. Yeah, um, it's a it's a beautiful thing um, coming together with four other visual uh, individuals of like mind, and that's powerful. You know, we already done beat half the battle because we were already on the same page. Man, we have enough love and respect for each other and our people, man, and just you know to go in and coexist, bring our ideas together. We never had no real big disagreements and whatever disagreements it was, we found the medium. So that, I believe that's the beauty of coming together with people, man, of like minds. And then it's infectious. So now it's five of us and like 13 to 15 others with us. So of like minds. And another beautiful highlight about um, We Fit DZ is also a conglomerate of small black businesses. And that's a beautiful. A lot of us have LLCs, you know. And what Everybody we do does. again, this wow. is this is a beautiful thing. So when a lot of people come patronize us and do spend money with us, like, that dollar gets circulated through a system, you know. So many people can benefit from that dollar first, because that's something that don't happen in the black community, the impoverished black community. Their disposable income does not even circulate now one percent. That's crazy. So. Yeah. 
we just creating it and we're not gonna keep talking about it, man. We're not gonna become chronic fault finders anymore. We we just we doing the work. <laughs> we doing it's a I believe this thing, this is one of the best things I've ever been a part of. And I've been a part of the Boy Scouts before. Look <laughs> at this is one of the best things I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Scouts honor. Scouts honor. <laughs> Scouts honor, man. Hey, so this is one of the best things I've ever been a part of, man. And to be from where you feel like you belong, it invokes change, man. So it's powerful. Very. When you when when you get behind a, a cause, you know, a belief, and I think I think something that's that's bigger than the the individual, you know, I think that's where it really starts to uh, you know hit home and, and realize that like you're you're it's not just you know one person or two people. It's it's you know we're actually affecting change here. It's like one little move and one little move and one little move and one and all these things start to add up over time into this one big you know change. And I think that's um, I think that's what you guys are doing are doing now. I mean, which I think is awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and, and so now, what's the what's the you know you guys are We Fit DC on your website. I see We Fit Universal. What's the uh, what's what's the plan? Right. <laughs> the plan. So we've had like organizations from like in Montgomery County, PG. Also, we have. Uh, organization in, in North Carolina, they came up, they saw one of our activations at Black Lives Matter Plaza. We shut it down. We did a, a crazy boot camp workout and they want us to come down there. Like they've been begging for us to come down there. And also, even even like people, like a, a few people in Richmond reached out. They want us to come down there because what we've been, they've been seeing what we've been doing. They like, we need that. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, so do you the plan see- is to, the, to branch out everywhere. Of course, so you we see won't like a, like a, be there. a We Fit Richmond, a We Fit yeah. Baltimore, a We Absolutely. Fit New York. Do you and see we, that? And to speak on that, Mike, We Fit DC is just an initiative. We Fit Universal is what our actual entity name is. That's the entity, We Fit Universal. Because we knew, like, we all open minded. My team is open minded individuals. If we put out so just We Fit DC, that's just eliminate the DC. So we was like, no, We Fit Universal because we could be We Fit London. Like, we, you know, we just want to go in these areas. Worldwide. Motivate, you know, do well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who, uh, who, who do you guys count as your your mentors in this whole process? Oh wow! <laughs> That's you say mentors and what we got. We have entrepreneurial mentors. We have. I mean, it's so many, but I think we I think we thrive off each other, <laughs> but. Yeah. We have many mentors, though. I know JoJo have many of them. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a lot of them. It's like I'm, now, go ahead, bro. There, yeah, there are a few people, like uh, like Treyon, he comes out to a lot of events and gives us, you know, some good advice. But as far as, like, really mental, like, we've been winging it. Like, all of us were on the top, at the top of our game. Like, JoJo left his job. Walt left his job. I left my job at the big box gym. And we just, <laughs> we've been, but we had that experience. Pull the trigger and ride the bullet. Yeah. Pull through it, man. We just Learn. Went, and, and, that's what, and that's what a lot of people be scared of. Um, I was on the um, Zoom on training the other day, and they were just talking about, like, personalities. And everybody was going away at a personality of the action. Like, a action, a person that's action led to. And I'm like, that's me all day. Like, I'm an action type of individual. 
but I am a like well thought. I'm an overthinker, and I like to think things out and manifest things. But I'm a, some people be scared. They they know they know the goals. They write it down, but they don't go get it. You got to be able to go attain them goals. You got to execute. Yeah, and I got team executors. Like look, that day when we had our first ever meeting around Simple City area in Ward Seven, it was literally a shootout. It was a shootout going on, and we were still determined to host our meeting. And that was just like. We, about we to did do step it. inside for a second. There was a little bit of a pause there. Yeah, yeah we didn't pull it through, but we, yeah, we came but back was, out. It, but yeah, we just motivate each other, man. You know, I got several mentors because it's like always been open and just learning. Like he just said, council member Treyon show us support. Kane McDuffie, um, a lot of ANC committee. Like it, it, it got to the point that we fit is being noticed by the politicians and. They loving what we doing. They asking for us to come in these communities and stuff like that. We don't endorse, you know, campaigns or politicians, but you know, if they want to partner with we feel we don't have no problem to do that, but yeah. we don't endorse um candidates. That's great. Have you have you had any contact with the mayor's office at all? Uh um we so yeah, yeah. That we do we deal with deal with people just inside the mayor's office, but we didn't deal with Mayor Bowser directly. We didn't okay. deal with but a lot of branches in the mayor's office we have done work with. Gotcha. What, uh, cause I know, I know they, sh- uh, they have the, the fit DC initiative that they've been yeah. doing things with. Shout out which... to fit, shout out to fit DC. <laughs> shout out to fit DC. And we're a little partner. Have you, have you guys done stuff with them or, or, um, or no? We've talked no. to this owner. But... Yeah, they, re- they reached out to us. Um, the lady, when we actually was now Black Lives Matter, she reached out to us, I guess, like, I forgot her name. It's in my phone somewhere, but, she reached out to us and we were just like, we're open. You know, if you guys want to partner with us and stuff like that, we'll, we'll be, we open. We, we're from here and we're just the city. We don't feel that nobody can tell us what to do. You know what I'm saying? In our own city where we're from, yeah. you know, as long as we follow on guidelines, but we, we, we're doing this for the people. That's why we generated so much love because we, we love the people. We truly saying we're, we're, we're showing it. We're not just voicing it. We're showing it. We coming out there consistently nobody has ever done mike what we fit dc has done in the communities we have it. really made a, a, a i change. believe it and then in our workouts mike we don't just do a workout we educate you we got motivation we got walk with the motivation then we feed you nutritional food we come and got we partner with mm-hmm. meals of dopeness different people coming out there providing nutritional meals healthy meals vegan meals smoothies um juices healthy juices like we are really making an impact in our community and people are really, if you see the testimonies that we get, people are really like, they're relying, they count on WeFit, they count on these workouts every week. That's awesome, that's yeah. awesome. How did, now how did the uh, the workout at Black Lives Matter Plaza, how did that come to fruition? Um, individuals um, from, we, we actually from our first activation. Our very first event. Yeah, our first activation, um, we had DJ Quicksilver was there. Um, we was partnered with Mark And um, one of the guys, um, good brother, um, Anthony, man, cool, and he's from Baltimore. And he has an organization similar to WeFit um, called Building Body, um, Building Body Bonds. Bodies Build- and Bonds. Yeah, Bo- Building Bodies and Bonds. And Baltimore, All right. Yeah, in Baltimore. And we was talking, me, him, and Robert, we was talking. He was like, look, man, let's do something, man. Let's do something down the White House. First, he was like, let's do something on Southeast Side. He was like, let's go make a statement down by the White House. And we was like, let's get it. Like, when, when you want to do it, let's set it. <laughs> and we just, we just built on our momentum. We set a day. We still was doing a few of our other activations, like partnership with Baloo 
and stuff like that. We was doing our few other activations. But when that day came, we set up. They came down from Baltimore deep. They came from Baltimore deep. And we just set up. Everybody was out there protesting. We just, everybody met it up. We had fruit. We had the signs. Wow. <laughs> we had the signs. We was protesting. And we went in for a workout. It was crazy. A lot of people was just like, wow, who are they? Joining in there. That's one of those things. It's, it's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. to, to do something like that at Black Lives Matter Plaza, the White House, everything going on at the, at the time. I mean, I think that's just, I mean, what, what, what was the feeling like for you guys to be able to do something like that? When I saw the Secret Service guy on the uh, top of the White House doing jumping jacks, I said, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we, made it. <laughs> we made it. It was, it was amazing when, because uh, the group from Baltimore that we partnered with, we didn't know what colors they were wearing, but their team came down all black. We met up. Yeah. We already had on all black. So when we were walking towards Black Lives Matter Plaza with our cardboard signs, the police were looking like, I hope this is <laughs> oh, this is looking like trouble. So they they kind of they organized. We ran two 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 to three laps around Black Lives Matter Plaza, turned the radio on and, and you know, everything was socially distanced and we got it. People were jo- just joining in. Like it was amazing. Amazing. That's awesome. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's uh, gotta be certainly like one of the highlights so far for you guys. I mean, I feel like it's just been like a, like a roller coaster ride for you, for you guys since, uh, since everything has started. And I think that's gotta be probably one of the, the best moments uh, so far. Yeah, it, it, it was one of the best moments, Mike. One mm-hmm. like, every yeah. time one happened, you're like, whoa, this one was way better. Like, one of my favorite moments is when we was um up in the Valley Green and Ward A community with the um, Wakanda Forever shirts when um, um, Chadwick Bozeman um, died. You know, was a school drive. That one was unbelievable because we put on the We Fishers, we had Wakanda Forever, we had orange shirts, then we played. That was, was incredible. The impact we did that day was incredible. It, it, it was a, It's a lot of good, great moments. <laughs> It's a lot of great moments. And yeah, just getting started. Just getting started. Just getting started. There's so much work to be done, man. Yep. So much. So we, we two weeks ago. Yeah, man. Two weeks ago, we did a peace walk of a, a woman whose son, oh, uh, yeah. little Christopher Brown, his, he was eight, eight or 11. No, he was 17. I shot in Southeast. His mother reached out to us. And you know, he said, "Y'all so inspiring." And she reached out to us. We did a uh, activation. We did a, a mini workout, and then we walked to the church. And then we spoke. spoke. A bunch of good people spoke. That wow. was that was big. That's yeah. powerful. And it was and, and Mike and speak with Rocco just said, and that was like one. Of, that was the one of the most like emotional I ever emotional moments I ever felt during our activation. We done over thirty. We've done over 30 total activations. The partnerships with Don't Mute DC, so many other partnerships we've done, virtually partnerships. But that one right there, it meant so much to me because this lady called and she was just so emotional. Her son got killed. You know what I'm saying? We're one of, you, you probably remember that big shootout. It happened, I think, in August or late July. Uh, 20 people got shot in DC. Yeah. They got, yes, the mother of the um, lady whose son got killed called oh. us. Wow. Like, we want We Fit DC to be a part of the peace walk of her son. And that really I almost broke down off that. Man. Man. It was just so emotional when we walked and we did it. We did a workout. Then she offered, she asked, they, they showed us so much love for us sponsoring that event. Then they asked, can somebody from our um, group speak? And Walt did a wonderful speak. 
it was just unbelievable, man. And that's when you're making an impact. We're we're bigger than fitness. We're bigger than trainers. We're truly impacting it on by all all levels, man. If it comes yeah. by everything, public safety, all that goes under wellness. We're uh, public health. We're we're here. We fit like Wall say all the times. Call on we fit. We'll beat it. <laughs> call on we fit. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it it just goes to show you that like th- there's so much more to health than just fitness. And you know, as as a physical therapist, you know, I talk about with my patients, you know, with regards to you know making sure people are, you know, managing their stress, make sure they're sleeping well, make sure they're eating well, make sure it's not just, you know, oh, they tore the rotator cuff or they herniated a disc or whatever it might be. It's, it's how can we manage all of these things across the spectrum, but also treating these things, not just reactively, but proactively, you know, cause it's like, yeah, it's, it's one thing to treat somebody when they, you know, have diabetes, but wouldn't it be better if just prevent these things in the first place? Prevention over cure, prevention over cure. Exactly. And I, I think hopefully, I think that's kind of where a lot of things in the health, fitness, uh, wellness space are, are starting to move into this proactive idea of like health is the new wealth, you know, um, where we're not focusing on just, you know, who's got the nicest car, who's got the biggest house, who's got the nicest clothes. It's, you know, who's who's healthy, who, who's going to be able to, to you know, because you, you can't you can't take that money with you. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's, yeah. it's who who is, you know, being able to live, you know, the get the most out of life and i think um you know all those things go into it those you know five dimensions of 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 health that you guys or wellness that you guys talk about i think that's that's where it goes um so all right we got a few minutes left here i want to uh get a little bit more insight on on you guys um what's uh what what's your favorite form of of exercise what do you let what do you guys like to do for exercise Oh, me, um, I like a lot of compound movements, combinate circuit training, like that total body work. You know, I love cardio. Okay. Um, but more so, like I said, it's more so um, in technical terms, circuit training. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little walk, um, but I prefer calisthenics as well. Like I like doing pull-ups and stuff like that, a lot of body weight and things like that. So that's what I prefer. You do like those, uh, like the, the flagpole uh, things where you're like hanging from the, the like the poles where you're. Oh yeah, um, I, I gotta get my strong to do that. You know what I'm saying? I can do it, but I gotta work on that a little more. Though, but I'm good with pull ups, like doing muscles up. Yep. Muscles okay. Up. Very good with doing that. So. I, I had a I had a patient said to me this is probably about a couple of years ago. They're like, oh, I want to get back to doing calisthenics, and I'm like, he's like a young guy, and I'm like, is he talking about like jazzercise? And then he sent me a video of calisthenics, and I was like, oh, those kind of calisthenics. Right. A lot of body weight movement. Those <laughs> kind of calisthenics. What about, what about, uh, what about you, Rocky? <laughs> I, I like, I like hit, hitting CrossFit-type training, which incorporates the, uh, like Walt said, uh, full-body compound, like yep. weightlifting movements, and I do a lot of body weight stuff, too. I, I, <laughs> I do it all. <laughs> nice. It nice. All. Um, where, uh, where do you, where do you guys, where do you guys typically work out? You know, I'm like, you know, like, like the brother said, man, I, you know, I'm full-time training. So I'm everywhere. All the community, I rent out spots, but personally I'm outside. I'm okay. outside. I'm Anacostia. 
Um, I'm outside the RFK, the field in the RFK campus. Um, I got a spot that I'll be having class at Tacoma State. Man, I'm everywhere. Just like wherever I can get it in, and I'm gonna get it in. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, What's one thing that people from DC, such as myself, I'm a I'm a native New Yorker. I don't think I mentioned that to you guys. I'm from New York okay. originally. Uh, what's What's one thing that people who aren't from DC should experience? Hmm. Wow, that was. Come on, uh, then or now? Uh, now, now, like, like what? What's one we thing fit. people should experience now? A we fit event. What are you talking about? A we fit DC event. A we fit DC event. Besides yeah. we fit. Besides, we know we fit's okay, great. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say, you know, I will say I don't eat it no more, but you know, it was definitely good. Um, mumble sauce, you know, the mumble sauce chicken. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, I got to be careful saying that because, you know, I'm a health advocate. So, but, you know. Hey, everything in moderation. Everything yeah, in moderation. Everything in moderation. But, um, you know, I would tell people to come to D.C. as they also do as well. You know, go to the, um, don't be scared to tour the um, historic Anacostia east of the river. It's a lot of history over there, and it's beautiful. It's a lot of beautiful sites. Uh, if you come east of the river and you go to Anacostia Park, you can see some of the beautiful, most beautiful sites of the city. So, you know, come visit that side, do the tours downtown to the smithsonians you know it's all the free so that, that's yep. yeah. okay okay yeah I, I it was it was interesting i think it was about four years ago um my girlfriend was was uh she worked for a pr firm and they were doing something with the smithsonian in anacostia and she asked me to like drive her over there and and i and and she's like, oh yeah, it's at the Smithsonian. So I just assumed it was, you know, where all the other Smithsonians are right. in the mall. And then she's like, no, it's in Anacostia. And then, you know, we're driving through Anacostia and all of a sudden there's this, you know, big, beautiful museum. And I was like, and it just kind of like, no one, you know, I never, never heard of that before. No, I don't think anyone knew that that was, that that's over there. Right. That one right there is so underrated, but yeah, it's just, it's so underrated. Right. Yeah. Um, what are you guys reading what are you watching what are you listening to what do you got for me well oh he's ready to go um yeah go ahead why go ahead oh yeah um that's glad you said that man uh i'm reading i read quite i I read quite a lot bit so um i'm always into um strength anatomy i'm trying to try to remember and understand the anatomy because i talk a lot when i train so I, I mentioned my books a lot, you know, trying to keep that fresh. But nonetheless, a lot of self-help books, uh, yeah. as a man, think of, as a woman, think of, unto thee I grant. A lot of self-help, spiritual self-help books. Not, not, it's not, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, written through a certain walk of religion, but yet it's a spiritual elevating um, books. Do you have, do you, have a, you have one in particular? Uh, yeah, As a Man, Think of by James Allen. As a man, think of it as one of my one of my favorite books, and then another one by Dr. Naim Akbar, Breaking the Chains and Images of Psychological Slavery. Those one of my two. Those were like the pillars to my journey into um, studying and just okay. becoming a heavy reader. Okay, cool. Um, I would say I start off with what I like to watch. I love to watch Shark Tank. You know, what I'm saying I love. <laughs> I love Shark Tank. Um, I also love um, Survivor too. I like watching. I'm like them, so that, that type of wow individual. But the okay. books, uh, I love to read as well. Like you know, especially being in the health field. Of course, a lot of books on health, anatomy, and different things about bioenergetics. Just going in depth about that. 
And, um, but I love what was always, I love reading entrepreneur books like Financial Literacy about entrepreneurial aspiration stories, um, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow. Um, uh, you know, I, Robert Kiyosaki, I like reading his books. Um, I'm reading a book right now called Intellectual. It's pretty deep and cool. So, you know, I'm just trying to ways of thinking about using the brain, about psychology. And I'm also stunned and now I'm not a big fan of it, but them auto books, I'm listening to for um persuasive and and, and, and and manipulation. Like a lot how a lot of people say it's bad, but it's other good ways to be manipulative and persuasive. So I'm like, whoa. So it's just opening my mind yeah. so many different things. Yeah, I think uh I think um the audiobooks are there's something to the audiobooks where you're able to get through more of them. I don't know if I necessarily absorb as much, but right. I yeah. think they're they're definitely a good way to get through, especially when you're busy and always on the go. It's exactly. tough to like sit down and read. One exactly. book that I think you might like that's similar to that is uh, To Sell is Human. Okay, To Sell is Human. To Sell is Human, yeah. It, it kind of goes into the fact that like basically everything we do is selling. You know, like like whether it's, you know, you're trying to sell someone on an exercise plan or sell We Fit DC or whether you're just trying to like sell one of your friends on like going to the movies. You know, it's like, okay. um, you know, everything we do is, is just like, to, and it's, you know, kind of like takes away like the demons behind like, you know, like, like selling, I guess, which I thought was interesting. Cool. What, what about you, Rocky? What do you got? I mean, I've been watching like uh, lately vaccination documentaries. Oh boy. American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior. And uh, like Walt said, I, I pretty much because uh, like training is an art. So just different ways of progressive overload, just studying, make sure, making sure everything's fresh. That way I'm educating the people as well. Nice. Who uh, who have you been reading uh, on the exercise front or what? Oh, uh, just just I've just like refresher going back through like some of the continual education courses and certification courses that I took. Just make sure everything's fresh and trying to find new courses to take. So nice. I'm still learning. <laughs> it's a continuous thing. What's what's the next uh, continuing education education course you want to take? He got so many, right. you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the, right what's, the, what's the favorite one you what's your favorite one you've taken so far? Probably uh, a facilitated stretching course. Facilitated stretching course. Okay. Yeah, that was that was because it, I learned a lot. Or either that or my prenatal and postpartum exercise design. That was, oh. that was, <laughs> and I have kids and that opened my mind up. I didn't know the women's body did. Went through all of those changes. I didn't. That's I'm an eye opener. Yeah. Think, yeah. I don't think sometimes a lot of them know all of the changes like no. physically that they go through. No, that's, that that's good. a big um, emerging area right now. I think, especially like in the, the physical therapy field where um, pelvic health was overlooked for such a long time. And, you know, you'd always yeah. hear, uh, women talk about, oh, I just, you know, I peed myself. I, you know, I, I, I have a problem, you know, going to the bathroom. I always have to pee. And, and it's like one of those things where it's, it's common, but not normal. And, and I think because of that, people normalized it. And now it's like, oh, you, you know, pee a little bit every time you do a squat. Well, we can do something about that. <laughs> right. Um, it, 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 so, so yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's awesome that you, uh, you know, have some experience with that. I wish I knew that I would have brought that up sooner. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, now if people want to get involved, um, 
what can they do? Where can they find you guys? Um, go, you know, follow. Um, we on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at WeFitDC. You just, just at WeFitDC, and we'll pop up. Um, you also can subscribe to our website, uh, WeFitUniversal. www.wefituniversal.com. Um, just go follow, support, share. Um, WeFit is for the people, for the love of the people. Absolutely. Calendar, calendar's on there. We post events. So come out. We all volunteers welcome. Come out, support your community. Absolutely. When's when's the next event? This Sunday. This Sunday's um community cleanup. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, all right. This will be out. This, this will be out next Wednesday. What's that? What's after that? Um, it'll be another clean it'll, it'll another cleanup. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Yeah. Every awesome. Sunday. Awesome. All right. Well, Jojo, Rocky, Walt, thanks guys for coming on here and we'll definitely be talking and, uh, you know, you guys are, are definitely an inspiration for, you know, what you guys have started here, this movement. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how you guys grow here in the next, uh, you know, short term. Thanks for recognizing this. Thanks for sharing your platform with us, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for listening to Move the District today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Big League Performance Rehab and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free, head over to BigLeaguePerformanceAndRehab.com to learn more. Thanks, and until next time, keep moving, DC.